0: Hey, Rip City, Travis Demers here with the Section 113 podcast, a little summer league edition for you. Haven't done one of these since the season ended. Last time was uh, we sat down with Joe Cronin uh, right after the last game of the season. So obviously some things have changed since then. We've had the draft, start of free agency, and some stuff has been in the news. We're not really going to get into that, though. Uh, Maybe a little bit towards the end of this, but this is mainly to talk about some summer league. So this summer, I'm not going to do the podcast a lot. Uh, obviously, I haven't done one in three months, but I'll probably do uh, another one or two of these. Obviously, we, we're expecting some some news at some point here, and, and when we get that, We'll have another Section 113 podcast for you. But really, that's what's going to dictate how often we do these, if stuff happens. And if it does, we'll do it. Otherwise, we'll see you when uh, we get closer to camp in early October. We will hear from both Shaden Sharp and Jabari Walker coming up in a few minutes. I had a chance to talk with both those guys down in Vegas. But I wanted to get to some other thoughts first. Now, I, I just got back home from Summer League. It was my first time down there. And you, know, you have expectations of what Summer League is going to be, because for years, so many people have been telling me, you've got to get to Summer League. You've got to get to Summer League. It's the unofficial convention of the NBA. And even if there's nobody on your team or there are no players that you really want to go see, you need to get down to Summer League. This was the perfect year for that to happen because, number one, the Blazers have Scoot Henderson. Shaden Sharp was playing. A couple other rookies with Chris Murray and Ryan Rupert. Um, You know, I wanted to see what those guys were about, see how much Jabari Walker has improved. And, oh, yeah, the Blazers were playing San Antonio in game number two and an opportunity to see Victor Wembenyama. But if, if you've never been to Summer League, it's, it's a really cool experience because, yes, you're obviously there at the games. You've got the Thomas and Mack Center, which is a big arena where UNLV plays. And, you know, the two Blazers games were absolutely packed. Summer League isn't generally like that. You know, most games, uh, it's a little easier to get into, a little easier to find a seat. Um, but the two games that the Blazers are playing in, number one, because they had Scoot Henderson playing in the first game, and number 2 Victor Wembanyama was playing in the game right after the Blazers the first one and then against Wemby in in game number 2. So the two games that I saw it was absolutely packed. Um you've got the Cox Pavilion right next door. That's much more like a college gym. Um and I went over there for a couple of games. It's it's got a totally different feel to it and it's a it's a really cool place to see a game and you know which whichever side you're on you're going to see guys that have been in the NBA, they're going to be in the NBA. You're going to see top picks just about anybody that's a young player in the league you're going to see there and that's really cool but the other part of that is the current players you see walking around you know quote in the wild right you walk through all over vegas and you see different players and you talk to different people and you know whether it you know just listing a couple of guys that that i saw and i'm not saying i would have talked to them i did talk to a couple of them but you know, just people out there, fans going up there and and seeking autographs and things like that. I saw Mike Conley walking around. I talked to Obi Toppin for a couple of minutes, ran into Terry Stotts, which was great because I hadn't seen him in a while. Now he's with Milwaukee. Um, You know, a couple of, you know, former Blazers assistants. um, you just people that you get to know over the years. And then for fans, you, you see everybody there. So many players are there. And it's not just current players. I mean, Kareem was there. I don't think I've ever seen Kareem in person in my life. And I walked past him and that's all the interaction was I walked past him and kind of turned my head I'm like yeah that's that's Kareem you don't see guys like that every day but players general managers coaches broadcasters people from all over the league scouts um, they're all there and they're all pretty accessible and they all know the deal they all know they're walking around Vegas and people are going to stop and ask for pictures and autographs and things like that it's, it's just a really cool scene so if you've never been to summer league It doesn't really matter what year you go. You're going to have a good time. And plus, it's Vegas. So I had a chance to see two games and a practice. And, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to get down there is because in in the past, I just watched Summer League on TV like everybody else. It's different when you see things in person and when you see things up close and you can see how players carry themselves. You can, you know, see things that are not on camera. And that's what I wanted to do. Obviously, I wanted to see Scoot Henderson just like everybody else. Now, before you see him on the floor, he passes every eye test. Getting off the plane, you can see it. He passes every ear test when you listen to him. If you were going to build an NBA point guard in a lab, this is the dude. He's got the body. He's got the confidence. And you watch him play, and that confidence absolutely carries over to the court. Now, in his first summer league action, which really is all we saw, he looked like he belonged. The handle was there, the vision, the touch. It's all there. So, of course, with every 19-year-old rookie, there's plenty of room to improve on. There's plenty of things to work on. But in the limited action that we saw, Scoot, he checked every box, and he is going to be a very special player in the NBA. So I'm looking forward. I don't know if he's going to play again in the summer league, but I'm looking forward to seeing him in training camp, looking forward to seeing him in the preseason, and obviously I'm looking forward to see that double zero when he finally puts on a Blazers uniform in the regular season. I think a lot of us, myself included, were surprised when we heard that Shaden Sharp was going to play in the summer league. He got a lot of run last year. He was an important player on the team last year. And then down the stretch of the season when most of the starters and most of the key guys weren't playing, he was the number one option offensively. So I was a little surprised to see him in the summer league, but it's also a chance for him and Scoot to practice together and get on the same page and all that. But I had a chance to catch up with him after the game against the Spurs, and I asked him what it was
1: that he wanted to accomplish
0: in the summer league.
1: I really just, you know, working on the things that I've been working on, um, during uh, you know the off season, so I'm um, just trying to see you know what works and what doesn't, um, and really just trying to work on my game, see what I need to improve, and you know what I what I find works. So, and I talked to Joe uh, after
0: the season, and he was talking about the things that you can do to develop and grow. and He he had no concerns at all about how you were going to work. What have you been doing to work to
1: improve in the places that any young player needs to improve in? Uh, one, you know, just working on my body, just trying to get stronger for, um, you know, regular season. Um, you know, also working on my ball handling, you know. I find when, if, you, if you got your ball handling, you have, um, you know, options on the court. Um, you know, get to your spots faster and, you know, you can do more. Um, and just working on my post game. Uh, I try to work on my post game. If I get a smart defender, uh will me, you know, operate throughout the post and, um, you know, score, so... Everybody knows you can jump through the gym and
0: you fly around and you have some spectacular dunks, but you're also you're an elite shooter. How has your shooting come along and just how much is that going to help your game evolve knowing that you could spot
1: up from anywhere? Uh, it just spreads the defense you know um, I feel like I could, I could shoot the ball at a high clip um, you know even from the four point line so if i if I spread out the defense um, you know it gives me options to get my teammates involved and Job um, the pain and, and have them collapse and have them on the run uh, for kicks up for kickouts and everything So I feel like it just it helps me do more. I uh, just read the defense
0: You're kind of the veteran of this team You've got three new guys three rookies and obviously some guys who haven't played in the league yet So are you taking on any of that that leadership role in in summer ball?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I I didn't played summer league last year, but I played a regular season and I think the regular season was a success. So just me being, um, you know, that leader and knowing what to expect in these games, I, I really take on um, a leadership role and trying out my teammates, you know, if whatever they, they need help with. So,
0: When you and Scoot are on the floor together, it might be the most athletic backcourt in the NBA. So what have you guys done to work together, get on the same page and make sure that development's where it needs to be together?
1: Well, some things that we've done, we just play basketball together. I find if we if we have chemistry on the court, you know, it's deadly. And, you know, it's fun to play in and I think it's fun to watch. So um, just have that chemistry and, you know, bring that energy to our team. It, it's going to be scary. So, there, There's a lot of outside noise right
0: now. So to be able to be here and focus on basketball, just how important is that? How nice is that to just hey, I'm just going to go out and play right now and not worry about anything else?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's nice just. I mean, you went Vegas with it, and you you, you playing basketball, the sport that you love. So, I'm um, just coming out and competing. Um, doing everything you can do to you know to win, and um, you know just competing at the highest level. It's fun. Plus, you went Vegas with it, like I said. So,
0: last year you were pretty reserved with your personality on the floor. We've seen a little bit more of that come out. Do you feel like you're just a little bit more comfortable? Uh, just in general being more comfortable but being more comfortable letting your personality
1: come out a little bit Uh, yeah people tell me I'm a funny guy and I mean once you get to know me I I don't stop talking but um, yeah I try and be more vocal on the court um, and show that energy after you know high plays and um, I'm trying to be more talkative Um, being a leader you got to talk and open your mouth and get people in the right position so um, being more talkative and Bringing that energy to the team, it, it could really help. So,
0: Do you have a favorite dunk from last year? Because everybody else seems to have one. Do you have a favorite dunk from last season?
1: Uh, when I was playing the Lakers in L.A., and they came off the rim, and I put back dunk, so i probably say that one. What's
0: the rest of the summer look like for you?
1: After the summer league, probably you know take a couple of days off and then right back in the gym. Um, just see what I could do better, uh, look at film. Summer League and to see what I could do better.
0: Clearly, Shaden Sharp is going to be a major part of the future of the Trailblazers. I don't think anybody's going to debate that. Jabari Walker was also back at Summer League. He had a role last year, he did have some playing time, but the expectation for him was never an immediate impact. You know, it was going to take some time. He was impressive at Summer League last year. He earned a roster spot. I think a lot of folks thought he might get a two-way spot. But he earned a roster spot. He was in and out of the rotation like a lot of rookies are. And he got more run at the end of the season. Now, in Summer League so far, he's looked good, especially on the glass. It's one of the things he does best. That's not a surprise. It's one of the things that that got him a contract last year. But he has a bit of a different vibe this summer. I talked to him at practice this week, and I asked him what was different about his second trip to Vegas.
2: Um, I felt just more confident in general. I kind of know what to expect a little bit. My nerves aren't the same as they were last year where I was going in unexpected. Um, I feel like I'm seeing the game for what it is, and I'm not having to guess as much. I'm just able to read it a little bit better, slowing down.
0: For you last year at Summer League, not a lot of people knew much about you, right? And you hadn't signed yet. You used Summer League as an opportunity to get a full-time deal. You weren't on a two-way contract. And it worked out well for you. You got some playing time. So what are you working on? What do you want to get better on this year in Summer
2: League? Yeah, I think last year was a um, development year for me, and I just learned a lot. I think jumping up this year would be um, just being part of the rotation, just contributing to, to real, real winning and not just being thrown in for garbage time or just being thrown in when people are hurt, like actually being a part of the rotation and um, just continue to, to earn the trust and grow minutes. You
0: know, with that last year, because of those situations that you talked about, you played some four, mostly. You played some five. You
2: played some three. Where are you most comfortable? I think I'm most comfortable with the four right now simply just because I know all the plays left and right there. But I'm starting to be more comfortable with the three and five. This team is a lot of youth right now. Three new draft picks. Um, obviously, you
0: and Shaden from last year. Just this group coming together and all learning and developing at the same time. What does that do to, to bring you guys together that you're all on that kind of same timeline?
2: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is we just have a great group group of guys that just want to learn and just grow together. So now that we have that foundation, we're just excited to be there for each other and just play together. I'm excited to play with all these guys. Yeah.
0: How much have you worked on your outside shot? We saw in the first game you hit a couple of threes. Uh, you looked real smooth. How much have you been working on trying to stretch the floor with your game?
2: Yeah, I've been working on it a lot, but I think um, – just being more consistent with it. I've always been able to shoot. I've always been capable of doing it, but at this level, they shoot it at a high, high clip. Um, yeah, so just making the defense pay for, for helping in too much and just being able to space the floor and not being a liability. So, um, I, I plan on continuing to shoot the ball and continue to shoot it at a high level. Was there a moment
0: last year where, you know, you realized, okay, this is something that I wasn't expecting. This is something that you weren't prepared for. It. Now you are, and now that that that's something that won't get in
2: your way. If it did last year, yeah, I feel like last year was just just. I just started with my energy and um, just let the rest take care of itself. I didn't know exactly what I was getting into. I didn't even. I didn't know how how defenses would, would play. I didn't know what I was reading. My energy just kind of took up, took care of everything, and I feel like this year I'm coming with the same energy, but with a. Um, just with the approach of reading the defense better and, and understanding the game, so now that I'm able to combine those two, I just I feel confident that I can make the defense pay for their mistakes. In, in general, rebounding is something this team needs to be better at this year. Defense is something this team needs to be better at this year. You, you, rebounding you've got down, right? Defense all young players have to work on. So how can you help in those areas? Yeah, I think the first game I I was solid defensively. I just fouled a little bit too much. I was over aggressive. So. Um, just keep continuing to stay solid, forcing the defense or forcing the offense to take the shots that our coaches want them to take, and um, just yeah, just not trying to be a hero, get the steals, just play solid, fundamental, and that's that's what uh, the coaches want from me. Are you just excited to get through this and get through the rest of the summer and start camp in October? Yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited, especially with all the work that I put in this summer, and I know that I can really be helpful for this team, and I feel the um, organization feels the same way for me, so. Uh With that confidence and them having confidence in me i'm just i'm I'm extremely excited. What have you seen from scoot so far? just dog like everything he said coming in that he provide so far I've seen it, so just continue to keep going with him and um yeah, just continue to win some games with him all right, so here's
0: what we know Shaden sharp jabari Walker they're back for a year or two. Scoot is ready to contribute right now as a rookie. To what extent, we don't know yet. Chris Murray is in the equation as a rookie. The team is high on Ryan Repair, who has a lot of the tools, especially on defense, but he has a lot of room to grow. Jeremy Grant back on the big contract. Matisse Theibel is back. Of course, you have Anthony Simons, Yusuf Nurkic, Nasir Little. Uh, the, the two-way guys are back. John Butler Jr., Ibu Baji. And by the way, if you, if you haven't noticed, Baji's teammates absolutely love him. You know, and, and Summer League coach Jonah Hersky said the other day he's been very impressed with what Baji has done this summer. It's the only time we've seen him because he didn't play any games in the se- in the regular season last year. Um, but I, I'd i imagine we'll see him a bit this year and certainly with the Rip City remix as well. Um, and, you know, a lot of the guys that we've seen so far this summer are are going to end up with, with the G League team, the remix. There are a lot of questions still to answer, though, as we sit here in early mid-July. You know, Joe Cronin talked about it on Monday at his press conference. He doesn't want to fill out the roster just yet. He wants to leave some flexibility until the the biggest decisions of the summer are made. You you can do the math on what those are. So once some more things are happening, once they're official, we'll come back. We'll do another edition of the podcast. But right now, that's it for today. That's our Section 113 podcast this time. Thanks so much. We'll put some more content out there over the course of the summer. And then, as I said earlier, we will ramp up weekly when camp and the preseason begin in early October. And then, of course, once the games begin, you can hear Michael Holton, Mike Lynch, and myself bringing you all the action across the Trailblazers radio network. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time on the Section 113 podcast.